How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back and our week six coverage continues as we are taking a look at our three key matchups in Bears versus Packers. We're going to be sharing you guys three positional or key matchups to the game that the Bears have to take advantage of if they want to upset the 4-1 and Packers at Soldier Field this weekend. Before I introduce myself and my co-host, I would like to say we're trying to post the comp- most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web this entire regular season, trying to bring you guys a video every day. That's how we differentiate ourselves. So if you do want Bears content every day of the week, wherever you may be listening, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, Do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, and we're going to keep bringing you guys videos each and every day of the week. Also, be sure to check out our social media platforms. Those are down in the description. I'm your host, Chris Malpe, today to talk about these important matchups heading into quite the game, man. These Packers games are always incredibly good rivalries. Even though the Packers have won the last four, there's always something different about this week. I am joined with my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, White Sox are out of it now. You've got all the time in the world to focus on the Bears, I guess. But how are you feeling today? Uh, doing good. Uh, just been busy with school working and stuff. Um, but yeah, the White Sox are out of it. Uh, they'll be back next year. I got no worries in that. And yeah, time to focus on the Bears, I guess. Uh, and a big week, a uh, big game against the Packers. Historic rivalry. So excited to talk about this one for sure. I mean, luckily for Chicago fans, there's still a lot to root for right now. The Bulls are getting underway. The Blackhawks start their regular season tonight against the Colorado Avalanche. Chicago Sky have game two of the WNBA Finals where they're up 1-0 in a series best of five. Uh, So there's a lot to look forward to in Chicago. And obviously, uh, with the Bears, it's Packers week. It doesn't get much bigger than this week. So let's jump right into it. Uh, First and foremost, and I think there's no better spot to start here Obviously, we know Green Bay's offense, while they have been pretty good this season, they haven't been getting going as greatly as they have in previous years. Um, We've seen Aaron Rodgers play some pretty good football. It hasn't been great. They've only beat one winning team so far this season, which was last week against the Cincinnati Bengals uh, in quite the close game that they easily could have dropped. But if you take a look what Green Bay has been able to get done offensively this season, I think the spot you have to look at in terms of containing them as a defense, you have to shut down Devontae Adams because, Parth, you noted to it in the last episode when we were taking a look at Green Bay, and I'll reiterate it today. Uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers' connection is strong. It only continues to get better, and it's so smooth, the two of them getting the ball to each other um, and just the chemistry that they have. So, uh, you have to shut down Devontae Adams in this one, and there's no better person to do it than Jalen Johnson. Trayvon Diggs has had quite the start to the year for the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm still a firm believer that Jalen Johnson is the best cornerback in last year's draft class. He's the best five, one. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, through five weeks, if you take a look at his pro football focus stats, he has an 81.1 PFF grade. That's third best in the NFL. 42.1% completion percentage allowed is eighth in the league. He's given up only 125 yards, zero touchdowns. He's recorded an interception. He's second in the NFL in pass breakups and has a 42.7 passer rating given uh, for opposing quarterbacks thrown at him. That's the third best mark in the NFL. So we've seen Devontae Adams get off to a pretty good start this year. 42 receptions, 579 yards, and two touchdowns, one of those being last week in Cincinnati. So you're going to have to shut down Devontae Adams at all costs. 
Uh, I'm confident that the Bears front seven will continue to do their thing defensively, get some good pressure on Aaron Rodgers. We've seen the Packers offensive line struggle a little bit. Definitely not the stout group it was in the past. So Aaron Jones, obviously, is someone that you're going to have to slow down as well, but I'm a lot more confident in the Bears' abilities to do that. Uh, Randall Cobb, obviously someone as well who's back in Green Bay. He gave the Bears nightmares back in the day and has been getting back into his old form as we move forward here. But when you take a look at this Green Bay offense, obviously their superstar, their elite weapon is Devontae Adams. If Jalen Johnson can do a good enough job covering him and containing him at all costs, I'll feel a lot more confident about the Bears being able to win this one just in terms of being able to slow down Green Bay uh, when you take a look at their offense. Um, if that offense gets kicking, Aaron Rodgers has historically been a quarterback who has just been able to gut the Bears like a fish. So if you can slow down Devontae Adams, get the run game neutralized at least to a certain extent, force some three and outs, I think the Bears are going to be in a good spot in this one. So Parth, anything to add before we move on to your first matchup of this segment? I think you hit it all. Uh, you know, you got to guard Adams. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league. And Aaron Rodgers is someone who likes to target him a lot. Um, you know, he does he does not shy away from throwing it to him despite, you know, the attention is going to be on Adams. So he likes force-feeding it to Adams, especially in the red zone. That's where he's a big threat, so you got to watch out for that for sure. But, yeah, uh, he's one of the best wide receivers in the late game, so you got to do whatever it takes to limit him at least. Yeah, definitely a top three receiver in this league as it stands. There's so much good wide receiver talent and the top of the bunch really does stand out from the rest. Yeah. So just putting Devonte Adams in that category where he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're the bears, if you're the no. lions, if you're the Vikings, if you're any of the Packers opponents this year, slowing him down is going to be important because it definitely helps in neutralizing that green Bay offense. So Parth, you are flipping over to the offensive side of the ball. And actually our next two, three, our next two of our three keys are both offensive points. But a lot of people were worried when David Montgomery went down that Khalil Herbert, who got promoted to running back two, and Damian Williams, someone who's had quite the amount of experience in this league, especially with the Kansas City Chiefs and in the Super Bowl. They were worried, uh, Bears fans, that is, that the running game wasn't going to be the same. But we saw the Bears put up some pretty good rushing numbers last week uh, and did a pretty good job owning the time of possession against the Las Vegas Raiders defense that was pretty solid heading into that game. So let's let you take it over now, obviously. Becoming one-dimensional would be the worst thing in the world in this week six matchup. I can't even believe that we're already here now. But Parth, take it away and talk a little bit about the running game. Yeah, um, the Bears running game, surprisingly, so far this year has been really good. Uh, ever since, uh, I guess, Monty went out, um, I was worried that our team wouldn't be able to you know, run the ball as much. But Bill Lazor's done a really good job keeping the offense balanced which is important for Justin Fields as well, uh, who someone needs a balance as he's a rookie quarterback just getting used to the NFL. Um, but when you can use your running backs effectively, it's very important, and that's what the Bears did last week, especially on first and second down, uh, downs that you need yards, positive yards. The Bears were able to do that against that Raiders defense. Um, I think so Khalil Herbert rushed for 75 yards on 18 carries. Uh, Damian Williams rushed for 64 yards on 16 carries and added a touchdown as well. Um, those are really productive rushing days for both running backs. Uh, I did not expect Khalil Herbert to actually lead the team in rushing carries, um, but he did and led the team in yards at the end of the day. Uh, he's got great vision. Um, he's a little smaller than uh, Williams, but uh, he, he's improving day by day. And I saw that last week when he was cutting back, making some quick cuts against that 
Raiders defense, who's done a pretty good job so far this year at stopping the run. Uh, and Damian Williams, uh, I guess I was about to say former Super Bowl MVP. He should have won it, um, but you know the, what we know how talented he is and how good of a runner he can be. He's also a great pass catcher out of the backfield, which is one of his, uh, which makes him, I guess, uh, and more of an every every down back than uh, Khalil Herbert. What I was getting to is that the Packers defense actually didn't do that well of a job against the Bengals to stop the run. Uh, we saw Samaje Perrine take off for 59 yards and Joe Mixon have 33 yards on 10 carries. He was someone who was limited the whole entire game as he was coming off of an injury. But as a team, the Bengals rushed for 103 yards. Um, the Bears definitely need to rush for at least 100 yards every game. Uh, that's something we've been doing every game. Um, against the Steelers, you saw the Najee Harris ran for 62 yards on 50 carries. Uh, the Steelers were down for most of the game. If not, they would have ran the ball more, and I feel like they were pretty effective when they did it. So this Packers defense does have some holes at stopping the run. I feel like the Bears have to take advantage in that, especially when you have a rookie quarterback against the Green Bay Packers. It's a big game. You know all the uh, things he's going to feel. I guess he's going to be nervous for this one. He, uh, he knows that the fans want want to win out of this one. So you got to use your running backs, uh, keep it going with the way – Bill Lazor's done, and the balance attack always wins. I mean, the way the Bears have played offense so far, uh, we're still ranked 32nd in total yards, but if you look at the run yards, I think we're in the above above the top 50% of the league. So keep running the ball, and then the passing yards will come to you, I feel like. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Green Bay's also struggled against other running backs in terms exactly. of stopping them as receiving backs as well. We saw Najee Harris against Green Bay catch six passes. We saw Mixon last week get into the end zone on a receiving ball. Uh, so you got to keep the run game going. You can't become one-dimensional because that's going to be a problem, especially with the limitations we've seen so far with Chicago's passing offense. I'd like to see Khalil Herbert continue to get more reps. I think he's someone who has great patience and great vision, and I harped on that when I went to training camp throughout the summer. So. Overall, continue to get both of these guys carries. I have a lot more confidence in Damian Williams than I thought I would have uh, heading into this week. But overall, keeping the run game going is going to be big, especially with the Packers missing one of their big pieces on defense there in Zadarius Smith. Still have a lot of good run stuffers there, Kenny Clark amongst a couple of the others, but that's going to be important. Not becoming one-dimensional is going to be important in every game, and we're probably going to continue to repeat it and hammer it down throughout the season if the Bears want to be competitive in some of these games because with the limitations they have in the passing game, you have to have a good running game. Uh, just so you can still keep your opponent on their toes, you can roll Justin Fields out with the play action, let him extend plays, do his thing. So overall, having a good run game is a quarterback's best friend. We've said it all offseason and up to this point, so continuing to hand off the rock is going to be big and the offensive line has done better uh, on top of that. Yeah. They did pretty good last week. So let's head into our third key factor matchup, whatever you want to call it of this game. We're going to be talking about not getting conservative with the play calling and letting Justin Fields sling it. Look, Justin Fields has brought a willingness to Chicago that he's going to throw the deep ball. Uh, and when the bears offense was lacking, throwing in deep with Andy Dalton a couple of weeks ago, we saw fields come in and show that he's willing to sling it deep and is willing to take those opportunities. That's something the Bears drafted him for. That's something that Justin Fields is known for outside of being a great dual-threat athlete is that he has a pretty darn good deep ball. Fields has thrown deep on 11 of his 72 attempts this season. That's 15.3% of his throws, the highest rate in the NFL. So not only do I think Justin Fields has to continue to try and throw it deep and the Bears have to allow him the opportunity to do that, but 
If you're Bill Lazor, you can't get conservative. You have to continue to let him throw. He's thrown, I believe, 40 passes in the last two games. I'd like to see him get over 20 passing attempts in this game. We see the Packers missing Jair Alexander, their number one cornerback. Kevin King's going to have to step up, as well as the rookie out of Georgia, Eric Stokes, for them. So Kevin King's someone we've seen struggle for a while. Eric Stokes has had a pretty good start to the season, but I've seen him in some instances get some, have some rookie mistakes, get some defensive pass interferences. So you have to let Justin Fields sling the ball. We saw the Bears up until about the middle of the fourth quarter last week get conservative there in that third quarter. You got to continue to keep your foot on the gas. You got to continue to let your rookie quarterback make plays. He is starting for a reason and it needs to continue to happen. Justin Fields still leads the NFL with four big-time throws in only two and a half weeks starting. All of those big-time throws, I believe, came against uh, the Detroit Lions a week ago. So we saw Fields make some special plays last week. Uh, the one that I like to highlight a lot is that third and 12 play when it looked like the game was about to get close. The Raiders dropped seven cornerbacks into coverage and he fitted into a tight window to Darnell Mooney. So this quarterback can make plays. You can't get conservative. You've got to let him throw it deep, especially against a secondary that without Jair Alexander is struggling and is also a little bit inexperienced. You've got to get Allen Robinson going. He hasn't been able to get the wheels kicking at all this season. It's been a good season so far for Darnell Mooney. He's starting off the gates hot, but getting guys like Marquise Godwin involved as well is going to be big, and getting your running backs, as I previously mentioned, involved in the passing game. I think Damian Williams was brought in specifically for that reason outside of him knowing Matt Nagy's offense is that he's a pretty good receiving back, and I'd like to see Khalil Herbert continue to get involved as well. It seems like it's been a millennium since the Bears have last thrown a halfback screen. So, Parth, before we close this one out, obviously we saw the Bears get a little bit conservative last week, especially with the passing game. They almost became too over-reliant on the run in the second half when they were up 11 points on the Raiders. So anything to add here in terms of continuing to consistently get the deep ball working and let Justin Fields just throw more in general? You just got to trust Fields. That's all it is at the end of the day. Um, Trade it up to get him. You'd figure that exactly. you've got to let him go out there and do his thing. He's made for like, these moments. Last week, uh, the Bears obviously handcuffed him once we went up. Uh, they played the lead, and they played that game uh, where you try to secure the lead. And it doesn't work like that against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, against a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who is, who loves coming back. Uh, he came back against us many times. He's blown us out many times. So you got you got, you got to sling it this week. Um I think all cards are on the table. I think I expect a couple deep shots at least in the first quarter. Yeah, I think it's definitely important just to let him continue to throw it because you mentioned it. Uh, the Bears got conservative last week. They handcuffed their entire offense, and they kind of said, hey, okay, we're just going to try and maintain this lead. You cannot let a team like the Green Bay Packers stick around if you are winning a game. You have to close them out. You have to put the nail in the coffin, and you can't get conservative offensively if you want to do that. So if the Bears are in that situation, you got to trust your rookie. You traded up to get him 11th overall. Matt Nagy, this is your quarterback, Bill Lazor. This is the guy you want to be calling plays for. Put some trust in him. Let him go win this game, and let the city of Chicago go wild if it comes down to it. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Three Key Matchups. If you haven't already, wherever you may be listening, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow. We're going to be bringing you guys Bears-Packers coverage the rest of the week. If you'd like to find more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs each and every day to get you guys ready for the Week 6 matchup. If you'd like to find the podcast on social media, we're giving away a Justin Fields jersey in just about a week. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. 
It's a great way to enter our giveaways, as I just mentioned. See sneak peeks of guests we're going to have on the show. I think we're working on one right now that you guys are going to like a lot later this week. And it's also just a great way to see what we're doing, and you guys can let us know what you want to see on here. So once again, bear down on Instagram and Twitter. Check those out. Justin Fields' jersey giveaway coming soon. And finally, you can find the links to our personal social media pages down in the description for myself as well as Parth. It's another great way to interact with us. And you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the NFL, and the entirety of Chicago sports. Parsha should be a very fun weekend. I'm heading back to Chicago for the game. Really excited to get to Soldier Field. Nothing beats the atmosphere of those Bears-Packers games, especially in person at the stadium. But any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, no, that should be fun. Uh, I'm, I kind of want to go back to Chicago, too. It's been a long time since I've been home. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Bears just signed Ladarius Mack back to the practice squad. So. <laughs> the more you know, I guess. I'm the more not sure you know. If he's never going to play, but uh, I, I yeah, hope I mean, he gets. that'd be cool. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't blame you for wanting to go back to Chicago. I think something just feels different. It's just the vibes, the atmosphere around the city, um, mm-hmm. and the anxiety, the positive, happy enjoyment and anxiety of Bears fans going into these games. These weeks are always so long. Uh, and it feels like it's already been like five days and it's only Wednesday. Uh, but they definitely pay off a huge game on Sunday if the Bears could somehow come up on top or at least be competitive like the Bengals were last week and prove that we're a good team and compete can compete with some of these best teams in the league. Uh, I think Chicago would definitely be really yeah. happy, especially with Justin Fields leading the troops. So, guys, that's pretty much it for us. Our Week 6 coverage will continue throughout the week, a video coming each and every day. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. And Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.